Welcome to Season 5, Episode 10 of the Firefish Crowdcast. Join Firefish CEO Wendy McDougall and Recruiting Gym Managing Director Angela Cripps to find out how to maximise your agency's impact before Christmas to succeed in 2024. If you enjoyed the podcast, please remember to like and share and check out the Firefish Crowdcast channel. Hello and afternoon everyone. Gosh, November. <laughs> the lovely Angela has joined me. Angela Cripps from Recruitment Gym. Hello Angela, how are you? You've done it again. <laughs> oh, I've, I've done it again. I know what I've done. I always pronounce your surname wrongly. <coughs> you can in, in, introduce yourself. So I'm Angela Cripps, the MD of the Recruiting Gym. And you know what? For the first six months when I was working with Alex, I called it Recruitment Gym as well. Every time. I, and we're sponsoring you, we should know as well. So that's terrible that... Uh, <laughs> Yes, that's terrible I mentioned it. Anyway, to our audience, thank you for joining in. Um, it's Wendy McDougall, Firefish. I'm, I'm sure you're, you're aware if you're joining in for the first time, though. It's lovely um, to spend some time with you. And we've got a corker of a session with Angela because uh, every time I've been friends with you for a long, long time, um, you, um, I think, spend every minute of your life helping recruitment um, recruiters, recruitment agency owners help to grow their business, um, share sort of thoughts etc so anytime I'm talking to you I get huge value and I know that the audience will as well so thank you for spending the time and sharing your wisdom with us as well um do you want to just tell us a little bit about the recruitment gym um the recruiting gym sorry the recruiting gym for me and um, just to introduce that to your audience for those that don't know you yeah I'd love to so uh, we're just coming up to our fifth anniversary so uh, a lot of time in COVID time set up by Alex Moyle. I, I took over a couple of years ago. We're 12 trainers based around the world, all recruitment experience. And we've got over 100 online courses and over 60 face-to-face -face courses. So if you need training, development, coaching, management consultancy, uh, anything along those lines, we are the home of recruitment learning. Or just to tune in on, a, on, a, on every morning um, just to get just to get a wee wake up call as well, which uh, is very good if you're out there um, just needing some Monday motivation or Tuesday motivation, et cetera, as well, which is which is fab. So thank you for all you're doing. So today we're going to focus on, um, we have about six weeks left, but really only sort of four weeks left of billing times, growing times, placement times within the recruitment world before Christmas hits us. And I know that a lot of uh, the audience here will be thinking about how to maximise that time. So that's what we're really wanting to focus on is, you know, how do we maximise this time before Christmas um, to get, you know, what we need to do to finish a lot of people's, um, you know, yearly uh, plans will be finishing 31st of December. So there's probably quite a lot of pressure out there to try and uh, make some deals before Christmas. So just from talking to all the recruitment agencies out there, Angela, um, you know, what's the feeling? Um, you know, what, what's the sort of, um, what is everybody sort of thinking just now talking to you, what the concerns, um, just give us a wee bit of a temperature gauge. Yeah, definitely. So over the summer, I think we finally saw the, the slowdown that we, we've been expecting for a long, long time, but it's been the last month, I'd say maybe six weeks that things have been picking up again for the majority. If, if you're in a couple of um, scenarios, education, healthcare, they've been pretty, pretty much full on all the time. But uh, the rest of the agencies are starting to see that upturn again. They're all saying that, actually. So that's really positive. So that recession that we were all expecting <laughs> and planning for this time last year when it all went 
tits up um it doesn't look like it ever arrived and um hearing the stats today inflation dropping by that was great news wasn't it good yeah. chunk two percent or so we're suddenly like thank goodness for that mm -hmm. <laughs> so we can all crack on again definitely yeah and i think i think it's definitely because i think there's definitely some sectors i i can see that are still feeling it but um you know certainly from our we do a, a monthly job flow as well looking at the flow of placements the flow of jobs and you know within Within sectors, we're definitely seeing an increase. And what's more importantly, it has been increased. It's been um, steady um, in terms of the temp and contract world all year. That's been sort of exactly the same as last year. But the permanent side had a 33% um, drop this year until the last couple of months where it seems to be steadying out as well, which is really good too. Um, so, you know, I think a lot of people will be planning for next year. Um, but before they do that, what, let's look at what they could be doing in order to maximise that. So, do we think the phone is dead, Angela? No, <laughs> not at all. The, the phone actually is is being more effective uh, than than the emails or the LinkedIn or the direct messages. It's it's been proven time and time again that actually picking up the phone and speaking to people is is going to make a difference. And you know what? This time of year, maybe another week or so. You know, as soon as people, because there are some humbugs that are like, no, no Christmas till December the 1st. <laughs> We're not doing any of that. But once we get to last week of November, first week of December, people start feeling that that holiday vibe. So whether you celebrate Christmas or not, that holiday vibe's still there. And for me, it was always the best time to get a hold of people. They're much more likely to have a conversation with you. They tend to be a little bit more open about their plans for next year. They've got a better understanding of what's going to be happening. They know where they're going to be at the end of their year and how much budget they're going to have. All, all of those things sort of come together around this time. So talking to people in depth about their business, now's the time to be doing it because they're likely to share that information with you and be a little bit happier on the phone maybe. So those calls that you've been putting off, you know, like, oh, I don't want to talk to them. They're, they always give me short shrift and uh, <laughs> there's always yes, no answers. Probably won't be around this time of year. So if you're thinking you're going to be backing off, no, this is not the time to back off. This is the time to actually um, full steam ahead and take advantage of that. Now, there are going to be some sectors that are full on. Um, I, I, we, I did catering, one of my five sectors that I covered. And this time of year, it just gets worse and worse. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and it doesn't even stop over Christmas. You've got all the parties and everything. And then you've got New Year's parties. I can remember taking a call at 10 o'clock at night saying, two of your civil service people haven't turned up right. Can you get me someone else? And I'm, I'm at an event at a party on New Year's Eve trying to sort that out. So... There will be some that you're not going to have that gap, but of course you're going to be talking to all these people all the time. So just get it planned in that you're updating with them. But if it does, if your industry slows down um, that December month and things don't tend to get organised, then that's the time for detailed conversations around next year, what's happening and, and having that conversation to try and tie them in as well. Yeah, and I think it's very easy for anybody coming into the industry that hasn't perhaps been as used to sort of getting on regular calls, because let's face it, that's what's happened in the last year and a half that we've had newer recruiters very much focus on the candidate market, now looking and getting forced into the, the business development and client side of it. It's very easy for you just to sit back then and think, actually, listen to that little person in your head going, no, they're, they don't want to take a call, it's Christmas, they're not going to be thinking about it. But actually, that is exactly, I, you know, 
as a tech business, you know, we are planning our resource plans for next year. Everybody will be doing that as well. So it's exactly what they're working on. And remembering that there's value that a recruiter can add to that plan. So, you know, thinking about some of the things that they could be starting conversations with in terms of if you do get through to one of your your sort of clients or people that prospects that you're looking to have that call, any advice to them in terms of the sort of things that they should be talking about? Well, certainly if they're an existing client, you want to be reviewing. So this this should be something planned all the time, but certainly if you've not done it before, then now's the great time to do it. So those end of year service reviews and then planning in next year. So it might be quarterly, it could be half yearly. It might only be the once a year. It really depends on the amount of business that you've got and your client and, and what they feel they need to be keeping in touch. I had some clients that were once a week that we would do a service review and some once a month, but the majority once a quarter. So get those in now have the information for them, gather the management information. So if your CRM, <laughs> such as this, gives you that report as to how many roles you've had on, how long it's taken for you to fill those positions, what's dropped off, at what point did it actually stop? If you can get, start gathering that information for them, that's going to be really helpful. As we know, it's not always the recruiter's fault as to why placement doesn't happen um, or a temporary doesn't work out or a contractor finishes too early. So you can then dig into the reasons and you can have some overview, give them an executive summary of the, of the good points. So here's your opportunity to sell yourself really well. This is what we've done this quarter, this year. You could do an, an overall of the whole year at this point as well. But then you can dig into here's where things haven't gone so well. And this is what we've identified from the data. And at that point, again, use the figures, use the stats if it's their fault. Don't do sort of um, hearsay stuff or that so-and-so said this and that, where they just use data to point out where things are going wrong and where things are getting stuck. So if you send CVs and they don't come back for seven days, just got to point that out to them. <laughs> That's not going to work. People are going to be gone by that point. So it's that type of information that you can have really open and honest conversations and those difficult conversations sometimes. But it's all about making the service better next year. So if you frame it in that way, this is a service review. We want to see what we've done and what you like, but what how we can be better as well. And that's a partnership. And we work on that together. And they will really appreciate those types of conversations. So hopefully... You've got those booked in already, but if not, get on the phones now and start booking those in. I think that's great because a lot of people will think, yeah, I've got to be in contact with our customers, you know, and uh, and our accounts, but maybe not having a sort of set plan. So, you know, question for everybody out there listening, do does your agency right now have a template for a service review? And as an owner, if you have recruiters working with you, what assets are you providing to all your recruiters to help them with that call? So I'm just listening to what you said there, you know, in terms of you were looking at, you know, monitoring time to hire in terms of their CVs, if that's a blockage there, how what the volume of activities that you've been doing, you can then benchmark that against, you know, what's happening from a salary perspective, inflation's going down, candidate availability is going up. Does that mean that salaries are leveling up? That's hugely valuable information for somebody that's planning a resource plan for next year. Um, and I think that's really where those conversations are not then sales conversations, they're consultative calls, aren't they? 
it's where the consultant bit comes into our job title yeah. that's what it is it's not the recruitment bit um it's, it's the all the other elements that go into it and that's where long-term relationships come in i've just, I've just had our uh, monthly meet the expert the wonderful denise matthews talking about beyond the placement it was called and building relationships for the long term and it's this type of stuff that can make the difference and it's this ye- time of year that it has the most impact uh, usually. Now you'll you'll get some people their year ends are April, um, their financial year ends of April. But again, even if they're Q3, like we we are at the moment, this is critical to make sure <laughs> there's a good Q4 and that we we hit what we need to. So it's important then to pull that through. I'm just going to put a link in the chat because you mm-hmm. talked about having a document or yeah. having a plan for service reviews. Um, we're currently our sponsored Firefish sessions in November. We do them once a quarter as part of the sponsorship. Um, we're looking at all of these details. And next week's session is we're going to get into more detail. But you can also watch last week's. And there's also you can ask us for documents on that because we do have those. So if you I think they're connect yeah. with me, ask for that, some if that takes out some of the planning work for us, then I think that's great. So thank you for sharing that. That would be that would be awesome. And what about the difference in terms of having that call online face to face? Where are we just now in terms of um, appetite for that and, and what recruiters are doing? Sorry, the online face to face. Whether or not it's like a, a phone call, it's now we were all online doing Zoom teams or getting out face to face. But what's your thoughts on sort of the, the best approach to be trying to do on those ones just now? Um, it's really down to the client. Yeah. I mean, you'll have your your preference. I used to love team meetings. That was my favourite bit. Sorry, um, client meetings. My favourite bit of the job, going out and meeting the client. I very, very rarely do that now. Um, so a Zoom for me covers that. I'm, I'm happy with there. But I still get a lot of clients that saying, can we have a call? And I'll go back on the if so if they've emailed me or if I've got a message somewhere and I say, yeah, happy to have the call. Would you prefer a Zoom? No, they prefer a call. Mm-hmm. Um, I have one of the key things is the call tends to be shorter than mm-hmm. the Zoom. Uh, you don't get all of that building the relationship a little, little bit more with the person and, and that little chit chatty bit at the beginning with a phone call you tend to get into it pretty quickly so again personality types those those doers the digitals are straight in there with the information so maybe that's why they do it but ask them what's your favorite way of communicating i had a client that was text wouldn't answer anything else unless you text that was it and we were gobsmacked, thought it was really rude. <laughs> I can't text him, but no, that's all he wanted. Others are WhatsApp because they can see the blue ticks and all the rest of it. It really depends on, on the person. So each client or each contact within your clients, ask them. Yeah, I think that's really good because, it, as you said, I'm, I'm quite comfortable online. I don't need to go in, make the effort, etc. But a lot of people are doing that now and that's how they would like to communicate as well. So, you know, evolving around that, your clients and just asking the simple question of how they prefer to communicate is never underestimate that because uh, that, that's uh, that's really good. And so let's look at other things then that are involved in terms of Christmas and run up to Christmas. So there's lots of Christmas parties, there's lots of events, there's Christmas presents, you know, what other things should be, we be thinking about? Yeah, I mean, the, the, let's just pick up on the Christmas presents there. I don't, I don't know if people can put in the chat here whether they've ordered their client Christmas presents or their candidate Christmas presents and what they did. And we used to spend a fortune on those and, and a lot of time and effort. And they were very well received. Mm-hmm. 
I don't know if that the climate. I don't know if that's still happening as well in terms of um, you know, it's also quite hard if people are remote, then do they actually where do they send things? So I'd love yeah. to hear in the chat as well if anybody is doing anything like that, um, or if they're planning it, do they actually budget for it and what's the sort of going rate and what sort of stuff are they buying? Yeah. But if you are a, a local agency and your people are local to you, then the temp Christmas party was one, one of the best things of the year where everyone, you had sort of the whole day and into the evening, to be honest, um, dedicated to it. So usually the week before Christmas, everyone's literally running down there. I'm just having a quick look what day Christmas is. Oh, it's a Monday and a Tuesday. So you could do it the Friday before. Perfect. Um, that final day before everyone's off where you do a temp Christmas party. Um, although everyone's just going, no, timesheets. I'm going to get my timesheets in. Do it Thursday. Yeah. But <laughs> know what it was like we had 1500 out so yeah we probably were a bit friday and then saying thank you giving giving something back but making them feel part of a team at christmas because that was always the issue i remember writing a post last week where just a temp i really think has gone now i really hope you're not just a temp people have such an impact so things like temp of the month perm of the month great way to do it but do you do one for the year so for, for us, we got loads of promotion out of it, but it was great for retention of staff as well. Obviously, the perms, you then got all the nominations from the year from, from all the different companies and they got to choose who was going to win for the year. But the temps, it was fantastic. So all those people that had won through the year, the, the only eligibility was you still had to be working for us. And people wouldn't go to other agencies. They'd stay with us because they wanted to win temp of the year. <laughs> and it would be a bigger prize and we'd make a big bigger deal out of it so those things in the week leading up to christmas are brilliant there's no reason why as well um people are going to shoot me down here now but the three days the wednesday thursday friday after christmas there will be people working okay love it if you could take the time off that that would be fantastic but i know there will be agencies there where people skeleton staff will be working that was one of my favourite times to go into the office as well, because you could then really review everything that had happened that year, all the stats, all the information and get a real sense and take time to identify and analyse yeah, what's good, what's not and reflect on the year. So whether that's then utilised in your social media at that time and you're getting out to people. You could have a real good old go on the housekeeping on your CRM. That, yeah, that was just, my week. I was just going to mention that. So just to quickly shout out to Louise. Yeah, I'll definitely have a Panatona, please. I really like Christmas Panatona. So thanks very much for that Christmas present idea. Um, well, um, add to that, if you get them from Costco, they're like, hey, they're massive <laughs> ones. So or, or, or best still cut it in half send half of it and say i'll come share it with you tomorrow at a meeting <laughs> so um i love having some fun at christmas as well and i think actually that was it i completely forgotten about all the temp prizes and rewards we used to do that was so great for brand loyalty and mm. i i'm not aware of as much of that sort of promotion in the last three years from agencies in terms of how they're rewarding temps and seeing them as part of that company as well. So that's a really nice reminder I've taken on board there as well. Yeah, and actually it, it wasn't in our conversation, was it? But it was Vanilla Recruitment, um, one of my clients from the last 10 years. I saw their post last week on, and they were promoting their temp of the month and the time of the there month. Um, and it was probably eight, nine years ago that, that we brought that in. I was just like, oh, brilliant. Yeah, yeah, get it out there. Show people what you're doing. But they also, because again, you can determine 
um, the, the, the criteria. So you mm -hmm. can change it each month. So sometimes mm -hmm. we had an hours competition for the tent. So that helped boost the hours. Uh, sometimes we would have client recommendations. So if we really wanted to, if we weren't getting hold of the clients for whatever reason, we'd then make that the, the important bit. And they could nominate, and that's what they had last week. So again, that all got promoted everywhere, what the client said about that temporary. And that's so good to hear. Yeah. Um, where they, they And that's where the just a temp is like, no, this person had made a huge impact on the business. And they were working on a project and they just made it wonderful for them. And I just thought, yeah, that's what temps do. Get it out in your news, get it out in sort of your newsletters on your LinkedIn social. You know, it's 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 so easy and it does need a bit of planning, but that's when we've got time to do this just now because the benefits that you can get on that market is 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 fab. So yeah. I'm gonna to go to then my next part of obviously when it does start to narrow down on that analysis and planning in terms of next year on your CRM and having a good tidy up, where would you start, Angela? <laughs> um oh god yeah that, that's the thing so it, it's always do it as you go it's a bit like cooking clean as you go as it were otherwise it is a huge job um at the end of the year but if you haven't done it you've got to do it so this is this is a good time to go so contacting all your candidates first of all and identifying yeah who is actually live there'll be people that have been on there a couple of years or so now will be the time over christmas they'll be thinking about moving it's a great time to contact all of those old old candidates and see what they're up to it's easier nowadays as well because because linkedin tells you where they've got their <laughs> information so where's your information might be slightly out of date and certainly a work number might be out of date you can still find them quite mm -hmm. easily mm -hmm. um, so things like that are, are really helpful recommendations at this time of year as well so utilizing that contact with them while you're talking to people while you're updating your crm while you're making sure the information's correct ask for recommendations if you place them two years ago three years ago four years ago ask for referrals who do they know that's looking at the moment because if you're not approaching them to place them elsewhere that's that's key here if you've placed them you can't then approach them um, to place them again now if they come to you that's fine but there's no reason why you can't contact them to ask for referrals but ask for a recommendation as well especially if they're still in the same company a couple of years later then they they should be happy <laughs> with what they are and what you did for them so now's a great time so from your own personal brand awareness as well this is a great time to ask for those so that was a sort of once a year job and again in between that christmas and new year if i was working I'd just look back at all the placements for the year and then ask the client and the candidate um, for a testimonial recommendation. Now, in the old days, that was written, but now you can do it all on LinkedIn, obviously. You know, it's just really good basic skills there and just getting reminded of what we need to do. And, and you know, because I, I probably now see everybody, everybody has a refer a friend on their website, right? But that's one thing of just having a form. But if nobody knows it's there and you're not pro processing and activating that all the time, then it's not really working within your business where you can get so much more. It's not just about having a sort of refer a friend, put it up on the, the website. It's how you then contacting, making sure everybody else is contacting the placements, asking the question and then running an award on it. So it actually has an end or purpose to it as well. I can so link that back really to the, the CRM again, because... We did some research on the the sectors of the de the desks that were running really, really well and didn't have a lot of hassle with regards to candidates. Mm -hmm. And these were five five different sectors, six, six different sectors at that point. 
And what we noticed were the ones that run smoothly had 80% referral rate. So four out of the five candidates that were out working had been referred. And as long as you keep your seat, so this could be another thing for the CRM during that downtime is updating. Where did these candidates come from? How did you find them? Was it an advert? Was it a job board? Was it a referral? Make sure that information is on there Mm -hmm. because when you then do that research um, and we could see 30% or so, yeah, not so great. As soon as we hit 80, that that desk just flew. So we focused on making sure we were asking for five referrals from every candidate um, yeah. And they wouldn't necessarily be able to think of them straight away, but that's about building the relationship and, and asking yeah. over a period of time and keeping in contact with them. I think we've got a little bit too transactional where it's just about the job and it's not about the relationship for their career. You want that candidate for their career. So, yes, you're not approaching them if you've got a job and you've placed them already. But, of course, they can come back to you at any time and say, right, I'm going to be finishing here. I'm now looking for the next one. And of course, temp and contract, you can do that anyway. But it's just the perms need, need to be careful. But certainly, if you're then working with them on a long term basis and the likelihood is they'll have the loyalty to you, not to the mm-hmm. agency. So it might be also, if you're an agency owner, making sure there's at least two points of contact have a relationship with each candidate as well we always had a backup because you're going to be on holiday you're going to be off at some point there was always another person you would refer them to and then you could work together to contact the candidates and keep updated um so it's not just one person if you don't ask you don't get that's the moral of this story as well and just in the last couple of minutes in turn before we look at sort of summarizing um what we've just what probably key tips that we could take away from today um there's lots more industry events happening on the marketplace now as well so i think this is also worth looking at just i think we've we've almost sort of put the networking events to one side but they're starting to build momentum again mm-hmm. um you know and actually being part of that going out to industry events seeing how you're going to involved you know are you hearing more of your recruiters doing that again Yes, yeah, and get getting ahead as well. Actually, getting organised. So there, there is a list. Hung Lee um, produces a list, doesn't he, of all the events that are happening for the recruitment industry. Mm-hmm. So you need to go and find what you've got in your own industry of what events are happening. And there will be ones for no- November and December, and certainly awards, things like that. Um, there's lots that are free. So if budgets mm-hmm. are a restriction, you can find those. But again, sometimes it's it's worth the hundred pound for the ticket for the dinner and the evening meal you're going to be sitting next to people that could be really critical to your business. So identify, we did stuff on this on the daily workout a couple of weeks ago on networking, identify which ones are going to be most relevant to you that you're probably going to get the best people that you can network with that are going to be the right people to move your business forward. That could be a recruitment one. It could be a sector one and then start planning. Um, and again, I've, I've found, cause I've, I've been out a lot more, and the reason being is because when I was out and started doing it, I thought, I really enjoy this. Why don't I do this more? Yeah. Because it brings business. It's a great way of doing BD. Um, and if you're enjoying it at the same time, even better. So, yeah, so I've certainly done I think for more. me as well, knowing that a lot of the recruiters that have come in um, to the, the marketplace in the last couple of years, you know, they may be apprehensive about going out a little bit more, but having a sense of purpose of an event just to get used to that meeting lots of people and then following up the meetings is is a really successful way of trying to get yourself up and remind yourself that actually this is great and it's great to get out behind you know to actually see people 3d as well so i would be encouraging everyone to do that and get that planned in for next year too 
Well, that has gone exceptionally quick. Um, so um, just looking back in terms of what we want to do, because I think there's been some really good nuggets there. If you were sitting in the audience just now, Angela, you've got six weeks left. What are the two things, three things that you want to take away right now in order to be able to put into your business? So first and foremost, get those service reviews booked in for now and for all of next year. Don't leave it. We'll get together every quarter. No, get the dates in the diary right the way through because you want to have those committed straight away and they're less likely to move them if you try and organize them in the month or in the week yeah we know it never happens do we um so start from there look at your stats look at where you are for the year so if you are coming to the end of your year right where are you right now we're halfway through november literally and therefore you've got that last last bit of time so normally you'd only do your stats at the end of the month probably to uh, review do them now see what you've got left to hit your targets for the end of the year and put a plan into place to work on those so what is it that we need and it, it might be asking for some help it could be in your team. Other people are already over on whatever it is they've got to do. You say, guys, look, I've got to do this. It's going to be a real push, but will you help me get, get over? That sense of team camaraderie and working together. So everyone, it's a bit like don't no one gets left behind. So have that as a value within your business and just ask other people as well. What, what's your targets to the end of the year? What is it you need to achieve? How can we help? to do that and again that sense of camaraderie coming up to Christmas and making it fun like you say and adding in some competitions that go around it can make a huge difference and then do plan to get your CRM as up to date as possible so you can make the most of 2024 because if you put the right data in you'll be able to utilize it right the way through but it's that management information at this point to then help your clients and to share that and to be the consultant and that's what you need to be doing at this time of year and how good it is because i know you'll be the same as me angela that um when you come back you know first of january or maybe second of january um and you've got to wipe those boards clean or you know delete all the numbers out of your screen that if you've done that planning it's not quite as sort of gosh where do I start you're coming in ahead of the game um, and it make you feel a lot better in January as well so yeah, get your plans I just, I just suddenly went oh because I remember the worst job at the end of the year was taking all the cards down because we'd have a wall of all the thank you cards and everything from people from placement start again to get them all out sort of air, air pack them somewhere and and then start again but it would be a blank wall and it would be you're like, only as good as your last placement that's what I always went yeah. to say as well so absolutely so that build up those thank you cards again <laughs> yeah exactly thank you so much for sharing those and I hope everybody's found that um you know those is getting back to those basic skills getting them in right now will really help you I appreciate that some of the industries are definitely you know, feeling a little bit harder in the last few months, but if you maximise this time, January is going to feel a lot easier and also, you know, you're going to be able to go to your Christmas party and, uh, well, you'll probably do that and we have fun, but, um, you know, you can feel satisfied and pat yourself on the back for a good year as well. So um, good luck for the last six, six weeks of that month or of the year. Um, Angela, again, from the recruiting gym. <laughs> it's taken me years but got it at least there thank you so much for joining us um and just being a, a good fan and supporter of uh, uh firefish and the whole recruitment world so you really do go that extra mile to to um help all the recruiters out there and i know a lot of people think hugely you know highly of what you're doing so keep doing it and um you know thank you for doing that as well and um, next month we've got our last one into december 
thought it'd be really good to get um, Michelle Davies back on from Candidate Source. She's been doing an update with all the job boards, all the advertising uh, channels for you. She knows what, what's happening with Indeed, total jobs, etc. So we want to share that so that if you are looking at purchasing and your candidate attraction um, fees, etc., and uh, our, our charges and costs, then hopefully that will allow you to do the budgeting on that side. So it's in a month's time, mid-December, uh, we'll be back at the usual time. Um, but everybody, thank you for spending the time with us. We really appreciate it. Um, and we'll see you in December. Have a good last, uh, last run of the year. Thank you very much. Bye, Anja. Thanks, everyone. Thank you.